0: Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 97 of the PATH Podcast. I'm Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We're so glad that you've decided to join us on the PATH this week. Um, We're digging in this week. It is the month of November and uh, it is time to be grateful, right? I mean, that's what the calendar tells us. And um, along with that, we have started a new series. I'm taking a break from the book of Revelation for a little bit. Actually, for the rest of the year, we'll be out of the book of Revelation. Um, But we're looking at um, this idea of the lost art of gratitude. And... um, where we are looking at that is in the book of, or in the the Gospel of Luke, chapters uh, 17 and 18, uh, where we see these uh, vignettes, if you will, like these little scenes of um, people who either do or don't show gratitude in the situation. And so, um, Derek, maybe talk us through uh, what you shared with us yesterday, um, talking about this, this scene from uh, Luke 17 verses 11 through 19. Um, and then let's just let's dig into what it's what it means to be grateful for a few minutes. Yeah, um, we looked at the ten leprous
1: men and them being healed by Jesus, and um, it is you know that we kind of honed in on that little section. But we also brought with it the context of the first few verses where mm-hmm. uh, the disciples had asked Jesus, you know, increase our faith. You know, we want to we want to be. Um, we want to have more faith. And Jesus says with uh, the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can accomplish great and amazing things. Yeah. So, um, this story becomes <clears throat> an example of what kind of faith Jesus is looking for or codifies as mustard seed faith yeah. or, or whatever it gives a wonderful example for his Jewish disciples to see, um, whether you want to realize, you know, whether you want to, um, we don't know, we can speculate, but, um, you know, Jesus is God. So he's all knowing, uh, his, his, uh, his glory was some somewhat veiled (laughs) while on earth, but, um, I don't think it's an accident that Jesus and going to Jerusalem, traveling back to Jerusalem, makes <clears throat> kind of this detour in a way. Yeah, uh, it, Luke doesn't give us the specific place, but he, he because it's it's unimportant. The, the important thing is what happened in the midst of it. But he indicates that Jesus was walking like in this intermediary this intersection of gentile land or um, not gentile land, uh, Samaria, Galilee yeah. and Samaria <clears throat> yeah. so this you know he's he's in like the borderland in a way yeah, yeah. Uh, in between is what it says and mm-hmm. he's in I think we see that because Jesus intentionally went to a place where Samaritans would be right 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 um, <clears throat> Samaritans were an outcast group of people uh, because of their um, uh, their lineage, their um, they they were um, uh, they had descended from um, a situation where Jews had gone in and um, intermarried intermarried with Gentiles. Yeah. So then you have these Samaritans, and <clears throat> the Jews hated them, and 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 uh, would not walk. Yeah near Samaria right? Uh, so they wouldn't have to encounter them or whatever well we see Jesus doing that on multiple occasions the woman at the well we we hear the story of (coughs) the the good Samaritan that Jesus uses as an example to the Pharisees and then we see here in this moment ten men Uh, the others we don't know their nationality we don't know where they're from Uh, we're not told that but we do know one of them Is a Samaritan, and it's the one who, when they cry out to Jesus, Jesus, Master, um, have mercy on us uh, in their leprosy. Jesus says, go present yourself to the priest. Yeah. And on their way to do that, they were healed, and only one came back. Yeah. And Jesus said, where are the other nine? Right. Um, Did only this foreigner, Samaritan, this outcast. Yeah. Is he the only one that returned? And... um, all that's significant for us to see and understand uh, because it, it it gives us a point uh, it gives the disciples a point uh, because Jesus says go your faith has saved you mm-hmm. um, um, and what what it was it was this hey you want to have faith you want to have an increased faith you can have it yeah it's not some magical thing it's just yeah. to be grateful to be thankful, to praise God for what He's done. yeah, And um, and even a Samaritan can have that kind of faith so you can have it too.
0: Right. You know, so yeah. it's just this, this. It's like the supreme object lesson. Yeah, in a way. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it really happened.
1: I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's right. not a parable. <clears throat> <And> this <throat> actually happened. But <clears throat> Jesus, in His sovereignty, knew where to go. Yeah. yeah. And knew that there were, you know, I mean, He knew that there was <clears throat> this need, uh, lepers. Uh, did he know that the Samaritan would return? No, but I, I mean, maybe I don't know. I have no idea. Um, yeah. But regardless, this vivid moment in this picture is right before the the Jewish disciples. Yeah. And you know, everything taught a lesson um, that Jesus did, and it, right. it taught them the lesson of how to have mustard seed faith you know mm-hmm. and and that kind of faith is grateful faith faith that acknowledges that every good and perfect gift comes from our lord yeah everything that we have and enjoy and even the hard times the difficult times that god uses <clears throat> for our good are a gift yeah from jesus from god and um and that we should be
0: grateful and praise him for it mm-hmm. so. yeah absolutely so um, <clears throat> at one point yesterday you asked this question um, what will my response be to God's goodness um, and I think that I think it's a great place for us to sort of camp out for a minute of um, I, I think there's a couple of implications or a couple of, um, uh, assumptions that are made in asking that question, and I think they're good assumptions. But number one is that God is going to be good. God, God is a good God. We talked, you talked about that at length yesterday. God is a good God, and He's going to be good. And then we must respond in some way to God's goodness. So those two, uh, those two assumptions and implications are, are made. Their inferences are made, and um, so. What, what is it about our response to God's goodness that leads us into this conversation about gratitude?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> well, I began the service certainly with that question, but mm-hmm. also within the framework of we all have a need mm-hmm. that we come to the table with, right. Right? right? Even if we don't really know what that is right now, it's there, yeah. right? If we took a moment dug down deep we'd realize yeah i need god to do this for me i need jesus to do this for me. i need someone to accomplish this thing in my yeah. life I, I there is a need <clears throat> there's a need that i have um and so you know we also acknowledge exactly what you said that god is good and as a christian <clears throat> it's it doesn't take long for us to <clears throat> look back because hindsight is 2020 yeah yeah to look back and see how God has been good in our lives in times past. Um, and sometimes it's like we forget that. Mm. Yeah, When we're in the midst of a trial, when we're in the midst of hardship, we're in the midst of that deep-seated need that we need answered, it's like we will go <clears throat> look for it elsewhere, yeah. try to accomplish it on our own, or maybe even just... You know, wag, you know, you know, wag our fist, you know, and demand of God that He do something like we, you know. How dare you not give this to me? Yeah, like He He must do what we say and how we say it. This um, entitlement and like one of the things I said yesterday is that you know our culture tells us to wear entitlement like a badge of honor. Yeah, it's. That's, yeah, that's what you, you go out, you get yours, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, yeah. you know, this Because the world of, owes it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, so we, we have this, um, machismo in a way that we oh. kind of come, um, before the Lord and if we're not careful, we don't always do that, but if we're not careful, expect, expecting him to do what we want him to do. Yeah. Now I, I I want to take a pause for a second and say we should be expectant for God to do good things in our life. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that it's, he's going to do exactly what we want yeah. and in our time frame and when we want it done. Mhm.
0: But he is going to be good. Yeah. Um and so there is no question about that. <clears throat> I think we have to we have to be careful too to not read our definition of good right. into that. Right. That what God sovereignly sees and knows as good may not be what we want yeah. sometimes.
1: I totally agree, yeah. Yeah. So w- with all that said, it, it leads us to, <clears throat> to beg the question, you know, okay, if God is going to be good, and he is, and he's going to meet <clears throat> our needs and sometimes our wants, mm-hmm. <clears throat> But in His timing and according to His plan, according to His glory, then what is our response, yeah. right? How do we respond to that? And we have, we must respond. And I think this, some this formerly leprous Samaritan, gives us a great example that when we realize and acknowledge. The, of what God has done in our life, mm-hmm. then it is right and and correct to acknowledge it, yeah. praise Him for it. The CSB says, "Give glory to God." Yeah, uh, I think ESV says, "Give
0: praise to God." Yeah, giving giving thanks to Him. He fell oh, on, was yeah fell on His face at, at Jesus' feet, yeah. giving thanks to Him. Then another translation says, "Praise." Yeah,
1: all all the it's all the same. Um, this idea of making Jesus the object of our worship yeah because of his goodness mm-hmm. cause of what he's done um th- there is this line we i think we have to draw in the sand when you know when we are coming to Christ and we're wanting him to do something in our in our life. <clears throat> we have to ask the question: Do I only want God to do something, or do I want God in the midst of the something? Mm-hmm. And um, is He the object of my praise or and my desire and the? the the thing i want or is am i wanting the result of him doing that in my life does it make sense yeah so mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i had a dream last night about um this elaborate puzzle <clears throat> thing the ultimately it was like a a ticking time clock you know i had to accomplish the thing and ultimately it was this destination like i was trying to find this destination and it it seemed in the dream very eternal like heaven you know mm-hmm. And so it made me think about, you know, even our pursuit of eternity in heaven. Is the goal heaven? Mm. Like the place, maybe the people that we've loved that have gone there beyond that. Is that the goal? Because if that's the only goal, I'm not sure that that is true worship. Yeah. I think true worship is to realize my. The object of my desire, the object of my want, the object of my pursuit, the object of my praise, is the one who can give me heaven, not the thing he can give me. Right. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> my object, the object of my praise, must be Jesus, and that's what this Samaritan did. This Samaritan former leper. Yeah. He realized I don't need other priest. Yeah. The guy who healed me is right back there. I'm gonna to go to him. Yeah, I'm gonna worship him. I'm gonna fall at his feet. I'm gonna give him glory. I'm gonna praise him. I'm gonna acknowledge where my help came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm gonna. I'm that's where I'm going. And Jesus said, "Go on your way. Your faith has saved you. You don't have to go to the priest anymore." Yeah. So it's this. It's this beautiful picture of, um, you know. Religion is not the goal. Yeah. Um, a, a, an upright and moral life is not the ultimate goal. It yeah. should be a byproduct, but the ultimate goal of our lives should be Jesus. Right. And when we acknowledge that and we're grateful for what he's done, and we acknowledge what he's done in our lives, we're grateful for those things, that is the type of faith that saves. That's the type of faith we ought to have, <clears throat> yeah. this, this grateful Grateful faith, and uh, and I, th- I think we as a culture have lost lost that for many many reasons. We've kind of already discussed those, mm-hmm. and so even as Christians, I think we have to reorient our hearts and minds to realize if I have anything, Jesus has given it to me, right? And so I must praise Him and be thankful to Him and excited about what He's done, and and so um, and. Um, David Garland, um, a theologian, um, I was reading the commentary he wrote in uh, the section where he kind of lays down the line like this is kind of what this is all about. This is his, his basically final statement. It says, True Christians, therefore, experience God's grace intensely and allow their gratitude for what God has done for them in Christ To shape their whole lives, I think Mm -hmm. that to shape their whole lives is ski. Is that gratefulness is saying, "I know Jesus is the answer. I know He's the one that's done these things, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna tool my life. I'm gonna dial it in so that my whole life reflects that. Yeah, and that's a life of gratitude. That's a life of
0: faith. Yeah, that's the type of faith." we need increased in our own hearts and lives for sure yeah that's great i love i love making the connection that being grateful is an act of worship yeah um because i think that so often not intentionally or or in a subversive way we just we kind of naturally separate those things in our minds and Mm -hmm. i think it's good um to to put those things back together that when we see how god how good god is it causes us to be thankful, and therefore we worship God as, mm-hmm. a, as an act of thanks. God, you are so good. God, thank yeah. you for all you do in my life. Um, and I think that's a that's a great posture to take, especially in Thanksgiving season, mm-hmm. uh, the month of November, of of just thinking about how we can worship God as we thank Him for everything He does in yeah. in our lives. As it's a, it's a great posture to take. So.
1: Well, and, you know, we're doing this because it's, it's Thanksgiving, right? We're about to be in that season. Sure. Or in that season. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> certainly that's why we wanted to do something on gratitude. A little bit different than just, you know, uh, rejoice and give thanks. Yeah. You know, well, as Paul tells us time and time again in the, in the epistles that he wrote. Um, but we must be careful that we do not, we do not, put uh, gratitude in this, you know, once a year silo. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. To say, oh, well, we, you know, let's be grateful. And, that, and we should be grateful on Thanksgiving. But this is a Christian's life. Yeah, definitely. This is how we, this is a life of worship. This is a life. Of gratitude a
0: life of faith all those things are tied in together yeah well and you see that here that yeah the way that he shows thanks is that he comes back and worships yeah um and you'll see that in the next two weeks as uh we see these these stories of um people in the act of worshiping mm-hmm. showing their gratitude yeah uh, you'll, yeah you'll, you'll see help that. us see yeah. the
1: correlation of humility yep. and gratitude yep. and um and so i'm yeah I'm, I'm excited it's a fun little series yeah um, fun cause it's the word of God and it's, it brings truth to a lot of our souls mm-hmm. to help us in our daily walk. Um, but I love that it's these kind of, like you said, <clears throat> vignettes, these little stories in these two chapters where, um, where gratitude is the theme. Yeah. And yeah. ingratitude is part of that as well. Right. And we see how, uh, like these 10 other 10 that walked away, were not, you know, did not come back and give glory to God. Yeah. Um, we we will see others lacking right. um, gratitude, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, even having uh, gratitude <laughs> expressed wrongly, or in Correct, you know, put yeah. it in the wrong object. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited.
0: So, fun little Little series coming yeah, me right here too. At Thanksgiving, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it as well. So, well, here's where we turn it over to you. Um, how does the story from yesterday of this leper coming back and worshiping God and being thankful, how does that, what does that stir in your heart? We would love to hear from you. You can email us at at life or you can comment right on the YouTube video. Um, we would love to interact with you and help. Um, we can help point one another back towards Jesus and see His goodness and. Uh, remind each other of uh of how great our god is um but uh until next week i am jason i'm derek and we hope that you will continue to follow us on the path next week